0: Well, this year, this week, I should say, marks the 1-year anniversary of the full-scale war in Ukraine. And Canada continues to support Ukraine, and in fact, the defense minister is in Vancouver this week to meet with Ukrainian Canadian community leaders. And for more on that, we're joined now by Anita Anand, who's Canada's national defense minister. Thank you so much for being here.
1: Oh, well, thanks so much for having me. It's great to be here with you.
0: How would you describe Canada's efforts in Ukraine at this point?
1: Canada has since the beginning of the further invasion of Ukraine by Russia and stood shoulder-to-shoulder shoulder with Ukraine, with military aid, with humanitarian aid, and with economic aid. And, in fact, we've put on the table over $1 billion of military aid, ranging from m sevens, that's heavy artillery, uh, to armored vehicles, to cameras for drones, to winter clothing, to fragmentation deaths, it's really a comprehensive effort to provide Ukraine with the equipment and material that it is requesting and that it needs to fight and win this unjustifiable war.
0: We have seen uh, the president of Ukraine, you know, meeting with people like U.S. President Joe Biden this week, and efforts to really, you know, get even more equipment uh, to Ukraine. Has Canada been asked to do more?
1: We, as allies. Stand shoulder to shoulder with Ukraine and indeed are continuing to commit to additional aid for Ukraine. And certainly military aid is part of the package that we are considering. Recently, we sent four Leopard 2A4 tanks to Poland, where Ukrainian soldiers are being trained. Those tanks will be used on the battlefield in Ukraine. So that is the type of aid that we're providing. We listen and hear Ukraine's specific requests. We put on the table the aid that they are requesting, including training on that aid and spare parts. And sustainment is also part of the effort that Canada makes. Because we can't have the equipment that we're sending... Uh, fall short on the battlefield itself. Uh, So we're really looking at comprehensive long-term aid.
0: Now, I understand you're also going to be meeting with some community leaders.
1: Uh, yes, most definitely. Um, the Vancouver community, the British Columbia community, has been extremely welcoming to Ukrainians who are who are seeking refuge in our country. And I met with a number of those uh, Ukrainians and the families where they're staying yesterday. And I will say a large thank you uh, to British Columbians for the welcoming uh, nature and their work to have. Uh, a hospitable environment for newcomers to this community.
0: Uh, can we also talk a little bit as well about some of the other places that you're visiting in Vancouver? I understand you went to C-SPAN shipyards, or you're going to be going there. There's work being done there, is that right, for for equipment?
1: Most definitely. C-SPAN is a significant economic and job creation engine. According to a recent study, in fact, uh, between 2012 and 2020. About 2.5 billion billion to Canada's GDP uh, through activities under the National Shipbuilding Strategy. So I'm very much looking forward uh, to meeting with C-SPAN today, uh, talking about how it's growing its workforce to a team of thousands of workers, from engineers to naval architects, procurement specialists. This will be part of our conversation today.
0: Now, equipment has been a huge issue, hasn't it, for uh, the Canadian forces? I mean, that's is that an ongoing challenge, especially when it comes to things like fighter jets?
1: Well, it was great to be able to confirm that we will be purchasing 88 F-35s for the Canadian Armed Forces, And we will continue to do what is necessary to capitalize the armed forces to make sure they have the equipment they need to keep Canadians safe. We are raising defense spending by 70% uh, over the nine-year period starting in 2017. We invested an additional $8 billion in new defense spending in our last year's budget, and we're also making significant investments in NATO's eastern flank, where we lead the Enhanced Cord Presence uh, Battle Group in Latvia. And then finally, and very importantly, we're investing nearly $40 billion to modernize NORAD to keep Canadians and North Americans safe. And we saw the importance of protecting Canadians and protecting Canadian skies when NORAD shot down that cylindrical object over Central Yukon uh, just last week.
0: I was going to ask you about that. Yes, yeah, so we, 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 I know everybody was kind of riveted by that story. Like, have we been able to find that object? Do we know what it was?
1: The terrain was extremely rugged, very remote, heavy snowfall, very cold temperatures. And ultimately, after days and days of searching from dawn till dusk, the RCMP decided to call off the search uh, for the suspected balloon. Um, but there is the data analysis that is still ongoing on in terms of the uh, suspected balloon that went down off of the coast of the United States around the area of Myrtle Beach. Uh, so we are coordinating with our U.S. partners and with NORAD regarding any data that is collected.
0: Has there been anything else like that since then? I mean, it just seemed like in the matter of a week there were all these objects and are you, there's, there's none now? Well,
1: this is the work that NORAD does every day to keep Canadian skies and uh, North American skies safe. And part of our goal is to make sure that we're continually upgrading our radar systems uh, to ensure that we do capture any threats to our skies. And that is the work that we'll continue to do to keep Canadians safe. Uh, But rest assured, uh, NORAD is always monitoring our skies. That is the key objective of NORAD since it was formed 40 years ago.
0: Had there ever been another object like that detected or was this a new situation?
1: Well, the Canadian Armed Forces um, did detect objects in the 1990s. Um, but as I said, we are always monitoring our skies and our territory for any foreign threats. This is the work of the Canadian Armed Forces to protect and defend our country, uh, not only domestically, but internationally in conjunction with our allies. And so, as I said, uh, we'll continue to do this work. We'll continue to do what is necessary to keep Canadians safe, uh, no matter where that threat may arise.
0: Do- can you also talk a little bit about the relationship with the United States? And I know that there was some criticism at the time that saying, "Oh, we," you know, it was the Americans that shot this down. But how does that process work? So people understand.
1: Oh, well, that's a great question. So NORAD is the world's only binational command. That means that both Canada and the United States have capabilities as part of NORAD, and in the particular shooting down of the suspected balloon over Yukon. That was a NORAD activity. Prime Minister Trudeau gave the permission to shoot the object down over Canadian skies. Ultimately, an American aircraft did take the shot, but the command was whoever has the best shot should take it. And both Canadian and American aircraft were in the air. Um, But as I said, this was a NORAD operation. This was a joint operation, and we had both Canadian and American aircraft in the air at the same time to undertake the protection of our squad together.
0: Well, Minister Anand, thank you for your time this morning. Thank you so much. Take good care.